Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Sarah Clayton-Jones is a coach and the founder of Read to Lead, which is a special kind of business book club. It came about when it was pointed out to her that her pile of books to read should be for self-development, not shelf development. Thank you very much for being my podcast guest today, Sarah. Thank you, Liz, for having me. Very, very chuffed to be here. Now, you're the founder of Read to Lead and a coach, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But what has your Mm -hmm. career journey been? Uh, Have you always wanted to work as a coaching and development area? Uh, no, actually, um, I wouldn't say probably the principles underneath that around, you know, learning Mm. and growing have always been there and interest in people and behaviours. But I started out in marketing, which, you know, is not too dissimilar, I guess, is, Mm. you know, understanding what drives people to purchase and how to influence people and their behaviours. But yeah, I started out in marketing originally, agencies, um, very direct uh, marketing. So, you know, good schooling, if you like, very focused on performance and results. Um, And then went on to corporate before then setting up my own thing. So um, corporate kind of more to get the commercial side of business and then, yeah, doing my own business and moving into coaching from there. So what was it that you inspired you to become a coach and what was the process that you went through to get there? So I guess as I came out of corporate and set up my own thing, um, in business you tend to do what you've always done mm. um so I, I became a, a marketing and, and, and brand consultant mm-hmm. but I found that when I was working with and I was doing it with small business owners so owners of SMEs and you know it's all great creating great strategies great brands but I found that sometimes they weren't always getting implemented um I felt that there was sometimes not always the owner wasn't always behind um behind it or fully bought in mm. um and so a lot of that came down to, you know, their own mindset. And and, and, and so I brought in coaches to work with business owners um, to help them overcome their own barriers um, and, and upskill themselves. And that's when I, I kind of saw the real, um, the value of coaching mm. and the impact that it had um, and, and, and really opened my mind up to it. I guess at the end of the day, you can have a great strategy, but it's the people that deliver it. And, and, and so developing the people is, is really important. Mm. So, yeah, from that, um, you know, really, really became interested in that whole area. And I, um, I just went along to a, um, a kind of in, introduction session, really, to, to, to becoming a coach at a company called the Coaching Academy, which is a well-known coaching organisation, mm-hmm. training organisation. Um, and yeah, from there, went on to train, um, just fell in love with it, loved it, just what it was all about, went through then the process of training. So I did my personal performance um, accreditation, my DISC personality profiling, mm-hmm. and also NLP and neuroscience as well. I think... The thing I found, you know, there's so many coaches out there um, and it's an unregulated industry that for mm. me, it was quite important then to go through that process of getting that qualification, to have that substance really and that, that, that credibility. Yeah. And how long did all of that take? Uh, it was about, about three years in total um, to do those three elements of yeah, coach training, mm. um, personality, and then the NLP Um and 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 actually, you, when you do when you do it, you realise that you're you're as much kind of working your own self out and mm. and applying it to yourself <laughs> before you even think about applying it to other people. So it's almost like a self discovery. Um, yeah. 
journey. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah that sounds, I think, sounds really I think, useful. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, if nothing else, to do it, and I, and people do train to become a coach to not necessarily become a sorry trained yeah to become a coach, but not necessarily become a mm. coach, um, but get so much value out of um, you know developing themselves and yeah. their mindset and and, and their own um, path for. Uh, for the for their future yeah. which which isn't necessarily just coaching but um yeah it's a fascinating and I think the underpinning thing to it all is 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 that learning journey it's an ongoing thing you don't just sort of do the three years and that's done mm. it opens up another world of of lifelong learning really mm-hmm. um which ignited that love of learning for me for sure which you know you kind of forget from from school days don't you you still read or you do bits and bobs but um it was you know many years ago that I was at university and it was lovely to invest that time in yourself again yeah I think you sort of get out of the habit of learning in a way don't you Mm, mm, you do um you do and and it's a very different mindset because you have to you have to be comfortable with being rubbish (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) um you know it, it is um it's learning is hard because it's hard but that's why it's worth doing isn't it the most things that are worth doing are are, are tricky um but yeah it, it kind of you bre- have to break down sort of barriers or um ego perception mm-hmm. whatnot and um build from the ground up which I think is a, is a fascinating process um in and of itself yeah um and and sets you up then I mean, we're we're all life learners, aren't we? But I think, um, yeah, we get out of the habit, mm-hmm. and it probably is a it, habits are a big part of it. I think. Yeah. Now, as well as you're running your own business, I know that you also do some work for the the FSB, the Federation of Small Businesses. Mm. So tell us something mm. about that. Yeah, I mean, the FSB is a great organisation. Uh, on a uh, because of all, all of the lobbying they're doing and on the support mm. that they provide it's it's, it's huge and, and I hadn't become aware of it until I I, I opened the door to to entre- the entrepreneurial world if you like it's always these things you don't necessarily know about yeah. until, you, until you kind of step into that world and it, it, they are doing some some incredible work to support businesses so um for me that was something to get involved in um as part of my learning as a business owner but the community side of it is 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 a big part of it as well the networking and the opportunities to meet other business owners mm. um was was a big was a big incentive i guess the reason for hosting it as well is is um uh, I know it's a typical thing to say, but it, it, there is a thing about giving something back, isn't it? You yeah. know, being yeah. part of something where you are helping your own self and your your own people, if you like, other entrepreneurs that are trying to do the same thing. Yes, yeah, definitely. So let's talk about Read to Lead. So what is it and how did it come about? Yeah, so Read to Lead, um, I mean, it. what is it? It is a community um, of business professionals that uh, want to learn to to grow themselves and and, and business and grow in business mm. ultimately um, how it often business owners business professionals are, are so frustrated we don't we don't have the time we're wearing multiple hats and 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 there just isn't the time to fit in that personal development so 
A key part for me was creating something that was manageable, that mm. was about bite-sized learning, um, first and foremost. And then secondly, I think you can learn, um, but what's the point if you don't do anything with it? So a big yeah. part of it, and this came about through my coach training, is about turning learning into action. So those are the two fundamental parts of it. Mm. Um and community, uh, you know, bringing other business owners together, you learn so much from each other, from your real life experiences and actually taking the theory of learning and, and putting it into, you know, how other people have applied that and learning from each other, as well as the support that you get from that accountability, from, mm. from seeing other people's progress, it kind of spurs you on. So the community piece is a big part of it. Now, now, um, where did it come from? Um uh, well, by the name, you can sense that there's a reading element, a mm -hmm. book element. And, and when I retrained as a coach, um, I just had this pile of books that were just building up. And I, <laughs> I remember someone saying to me, it's Sarah, it's self-development, not shelf development. And that really <laughs> resonated with me because I was like, oh, this book's great. This book's great. I need to read this. I need to read that. And yeah, I was building up a pile of books, but they were getting dusty. They were more of becoming a stand for my laptop. I wasn't really reading them. And that it was um, was frustrating me as well. You know, it's kind of like a guilt thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I came across Blinkist, which is a fantastic app which condenses um, nonfiction books into 15-minute summaries. Um, it certainly doesn't replace reading books, but mm. what it does is a great way of vetting a book, um, yes. a great way of refreshing on a previously read book or getting multiple perspectives on a topic but, you know, you can get a summary of sort of five or six books within an hour um, on one topic. So it gives you a really good, broad perspective and understanding. Um, so that that was kind of where it came from. And that tool was the was the starting. And I set it up in um, uh, lockdown because, mm. you know, I guess, you know, we were quite isolated then. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, I had these pile of books. I'd found Blinkist. I thought other people would really benefit from this. But actually... You know, learning, like I said, is one part of it, but doing something with it, the discussion with like-minded peers, the action taking, the sharing of success was another was another dimension, another dynamic. So that's where it came from. Um, it's growing. I'm 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 super chuffed, super passionate about um read to lead. Um and yeah, it's evolved now. We get authors involved, so we do little bite-sized QAs with authors. Um, and that again adds another interesting a dynamic to everyone's learning and yeah. development. So, so how does it work? How often do you meet and, and where do you meet? Yeah, so it's um, online. We meet monthly. Um, we have a theme for the month, uh, which is all, you know, business topics, very relevant um, to to the audience. We set a couple of blinks for the month um, and we have an author Q&A um, mid-month. Um, and then we meet towards the end of the month and we we use that session to, you know, challenge each other's thinking, share those perspectives and then agree and uh, to take an action forward. My my saying is always, you know, it's great to read the full book, um, but if you could just blink it in 15 minutes, Kate, take one, one key learning that resonates with you the most, you know, one insight and then do one thing with it. You're, yeah. you're progressing, you're, you're learning, you're moving forward. Because so often we try and read the whole book, we take all these notes, we don't do anything with it, we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, so, so by no means am I, am I not saying that, you know, reading, reading books is, is the full book is valuable. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a great um, support to that, that learning and, and something you can fit in. Yeah. So who are your members? What kind of sectors are they from? Is it a really broad range of business people? 
Yeah, really um, a real mix. Um, the a mix of industries, of business types, um, of business sizes as well. Uh, what what does unite them all um, is that mindset piece, though. They very much come to Read to Lead because they value learning and development. They're very interested in in, in personal development and growth. Um, number one and then number two um they're very they share a common sort of trait of being very um open and collaborative mm. so very much about you know sharing and 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 giving their, their opinions and and um, supporting each other so so the community angle is 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 a natural part of that isn't it but mm. i um yeah they so so sorry to answer your question they, they're very different backgrounds but very much united on on learning and on um connecting and 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 working alongside other people learning alongside similar similar minded people yeah and, and and where are your members is it just in the uk or do you have people from abroad too um no they um it's funny because these things always small acorns isn't it and it started very local I mean there's still a very local element to it Mm. where we meet up quarterly and go out for dinner or whatnot but um now it's um it's international we've got members in New York um over in you know in the states we've got um members in Europe Finland um Italy Germany um but still a core group um naturally started in in the UK but um very much I want to grow it to be a, an international community because uh although there's a very similar like-minded mindset you know that that diversity of thinking and perspectives that you get um from different cultures and backgrounds is is super mm. super important super interesting when you're discussing themes and topics I've noticed it when we have different authors coming from the states versus the UK or it's just different perspectives isn't it and um that culture dynamic is is very is is interesting part to that yeah that's another another layer yeah now that the the sense of community that readly provides is is clearly very important to you that that comes across and you 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 said to me before we had we had a, a bit of a chat a couple of weeks ago that you feel it's sort of very much a place for organic networking to happen I just wondered how you think the networking side of it compares to your people going to a, a conventional networking group. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's um, it's very different in that sense because you're. It's not um, the the sole intention. The sole is is not networking. Mm. Um, it's building connections and it's a community, but it's not about. It's not that traditional networking where you turn up and you've got that 30 second pitch, which is all yeah. a little bit uncomfortable. Um, no one really listens. No one really, really cares. Um, uh, and it feels a little bit contrived. Um, mm-hmm. This is quite organic. So people are coming along, learning together. And I think you 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 fast track relationships because there's a vulnerability to learning. So mm-hmm. people get to know each other quite quickly as a result and build good relationships, you know, good understanding and therefore the understanding of their business the, the the connection the relationship follows that people are doing work together are referring work to each other um but it feels very organic it feels very natural yeah. um compared to sort of a, a very traditional networking type environment mm. 
Now that, that that sounds really you know really good way of networking, but kind of not networking mm. in a way. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> it is. It's um, I very much talk about it. You know, growing your mind and your business bottom line. You know, it has to have results. You have to learn to get act, to take action and get results. But also, you know, so it's 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 getting smarter. It's smart business, but but it's also smart connections. You're connecting with other people that are like you. And naturally, yeah, you build relationships. You're going to do things are going to come of that, aren't they? And I, and I think it's funny we covered selling not for a couple of months in the summer. And um, I think you know, trade- selling is is got that that perspective, hasn't it? That traditional perspective yeah. of selling, where you, where, you know you, you, the salesman. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's not really now, is it? Selling is building relationships, having conversations. And I think the same with networking. It's not rock up for your thirty second pitch. It's asking questions, exploring, understanding, looking for synergies, you know, yeah. building communities. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's evolving and it's certainly what I'm trying to create with Read to Lead anyway. Yeah. So are there any favourite books that the group have discussed? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, so so many favourites of so many. I mean, in a year, we I was just doing a, a review actually, um, and in the year, you know, you cover 24 books because we, we blink to a month yeah. um so you cover a lot of ground um and there's some some real ones that keep coming back to be honest you do you, mm-hmm. they all interweave they all saying similar sorts of principles at the end of the day uh, in different ways but there's some real standouts so um the e-myth um is one that I always um recommend any person going into business mm. absolutely number one read um really challenge you to think about whether you're you know, you want to to create a business or whether actually you want to be more of a consultant or a freelancer. So mm. so that's a great one. Story brand, um, oh, how yeah. to build a story brand. That. Really get have you have you read that one? Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that what what did you think of that one then? I really enjoyed that. And um, that that's by Donald Miller, isn't it? And I just that's think right. he has it's a great way of of telling his you know his own story within within the book and I think mm. the things that he sort mm. of advocates are, are, are really easy things to implement once you mm. kind of understand mm. what he's driving at I think oh yeah mm. I can do that I can change that piece of copy on my mm. website to read slightly differently mm. and and I think mm. once you've kind of got that in your head it's something that you you come back to again and again every time you're you're writing something for you know, your audience so true so true so true. And actually, I was only having a conversation this morning and and, and that thing of don't tell people the what and the how, tell them the why. Yeah. You know, that's all people really care about, isn't it? And some of those core principles we know, we just don't always do. So mm. so seeding that that insight continuously, you kind of need to keep your hand in on learning to to even just tell you what you already know. It's a reminder. It, it, that that is so valuable in in and of itself so yeah sorry story brand brilliant um what else um profit first oh yes by Mike another great one yeah <laughs> yeah another great one um completely shifted perspectives around financial management mm-hmm. which um um was brilliant the one thing have you read that no I haven't the one thing that's a brilliant book it is you know, obvious from the title, maybe um, just getting you to really focus on one thing, really get focused and clarify. And I think we started out at the beginning of the year and it, um, 
it's so true, isn't it? We get distracted. We try and do too much. Um, try and keep it simple. Um, what's that one main goal and how do you avoid mm. those distractions? How do you stay on that path? How do you keep, you know, nudging towards that? How do you review all your priorities and make sure that that is taking you in that direction? Mm. Um, I think that's valuable um, for anyone, anywhere, isn't it? Yeah. But I, I mean, sorry, I'm, I could I could go on I'm anyway sure. about books. <laughs> So I'll stop but, there. But, but what what I really one. love about you know your your description of your of your group is the fact that you don't just read the book the books or you know the the blinks, but you encourage mm. people to actually implement it and then come back and tell mm. people what they've done. I think that mm. that accountability piece is so important, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Totally. Um, yeah, if you don't act, um, if you don't take action on what you've learned, it's, it seems a waste, you know, mm. um, kind of what's the point. So, but but all of us, we're, uh, we're all the same, we get busy, you know, you've read something, then moments later you're on to something else. So that constant nudge, um, I very much say that another phrase I always use is nuggets and nudges. So nugget of <laughs> insight, just take some little bite-sized bits. And then nudges for action, just little nudges, you know, little reminders Mm -hmm. just keeps you kind of progressing, taking little steps forward. Because it's those little steps that ultimately lead to those those big leaps, isn't it? You've you've kind of got to keep kind of chip away at it. Um, So, yeah, we we just um, started to really ramp up on success stories. And I think that's really valuable as well, isn't it? Because you you. You take the action. You want to share the result. Like mm. what, what the what impact does that have? Because it it spurs other people on. There's yeah. that there's that piece of FOMO a little bit, isn't there? When there's people are taking action, it's like, yes. well, they're doing something with it. Bugger, I should as well. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I need to do something here. And then equally, oh god, they've had success. So I think you can use that positively. I think that, that helps within a community environment um, to yeah. motivate each other. Yeah, definitely. So, mm. if anybody listening is interested in Read to Lead and would like to find out more, what's the best way to contact you, Sarah? Yeah, um, so I'm on LinkedIn, Sarah Clayton Jones. You can find me on there. But the um, URL for um, Read to Lead is readtoleadcommunity.com. Um, so, there's information on the website um, and um, I have a um, the community um, offering, but I also do the same program in businesses and build communities within teams in businesses. Mm. So the same concept, um, helping develop teams. So that's that's also maybe of interest to some people. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, and um, best of luck with Read to Lead. It sounds like it's going from strength thank to strength. You, Liz. So um, yeah, hope it continues to grow in uh, in the next year or so. Thank you very much. And thank you for um, inviting me on. Um, it's, been, it's been really, really lovely to chat with you, Liz. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.